0: My name's Tina Waldron, welcome to the podcast. Every week I look to interview someone that can help you share your faith naturally with the world around you. In 2023, I'm going to be interviewing people in Australia, also a few from overseas, and then there'll be a few weeks that I'll jump on myself and actually do a little bit of recording with some information that may help. If you're looking to do some coaching in evangelism or as a female in ministry or an online course this year in personal evangelism, please check out our website evangelisminaustralia.com. Let's get into this week's episode. Welcome to the Win-Win Evangelism podcast. My name's Tina Waldron from Evangelism in Australia. Today, I've got a thought-provoking episode for you lined up that delves into the very heart of faith, activism, and justice. And in this episode also, I've created a free download for you. It's like a summary of the episode today in a really colorful way that I hope is a good resource for you. And you can grab that for free at evangelisminaustralia.com forward slash downloads, forward slash woke, spelt W-O-K-E. Over the last few months, I've had some amazing guests on the show and given the very positive feedback on some of these, well, I get positive feedback on all of them. Sometimes there's some that seem to really pique extra interest. I'd like to talk about some of those today and I'd like to unpack these a little further and give you some summary thoughts on them. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into three key areas that are transforming the landscape of faith and outreach. I'll guide us through the dynamic landscape of reaching the woke world. I'll explore the concept of living sent, not settled. And then I'll give some thoughts on why the distinction of biblical justice is better than social justice. These are areas that have really been speaking to people lately. woke world. People want to know how to reach a woke world. So I'd like to lean into some summary points from that episode about the woke world, which will be some links in the show notes that you can go and listen more fully to the episode. But being woke means being awake and attentive to social and political issues, particularly those that are related to race, gender, economic disparity and other forms of oppression, it often implies a willingness to challenge established norms, question societal structures and advocate for positive change. So as soon as I say that word woke, I wonder what comes to your mind, but this is actually what it means, this awakeness or this attentiveness to social and political issues and particularly relating to race, gender, economic disparity and other forms of oppression. So think about that. That's what it means to be awake to those things. So how do we reach this woke world? How do we reach those people that I guess we might say today are particularly woke? We need to consider cultural relevance. In order to reach a woke world for Jesus, it's essential to approach people's concerns and experiences with empathy and understanding. Recognize the social, economic, and racial issues that people are grappling with and connect those concerns to the teachings of Jesus, highlighting His message of love, justice, and compassion. So the question is for you, is what are those social, economic, and racial issues that people are grappling with, and how can you connect the teachings of Jesus, your own faith, your own experiences of walking with Jesus, to those areas? It's a great thought of being culturally relevant when it comes to work world open dialogues you know if we're going to reach a woke world we need to foster open and respectful dialogues with individuals who may have different perspectives or life experiences and that can be a challenge at time can't it i mean there's a lot of different perspectives out there and life experiences are very different well they are to the experiences that i have had so the further we go on following jesus it seems like the disconnect or the difference between those following Jesus and a world that's not following Jesus seem to be further and further, but we've got to stay open and respectful and try and encourage those conversations and understand encourage conversations that explore the intersection of faith and social consciousness. Create spaces where people feel safe to discuss their questions, their doubts, and their struggles while seeking guidance from the teachings of Jesus. So what's that mean for you to create spaces where people feel safe to discuss their questions, to raise their doubts? I guess if you want to engage with a woke world, well, you're probably not going to have those discussions in front of a lot of people because people won't feel safe. They'll go with the crowd most of the time of what people are thinking. So just thinking that through a little bit about where we can have these um, discussions with people so that that other person feels safe. Maybe you need to take them out somewhere. Maybe it's a dinner. I'm not sure, but think it through a little bit. Personal transformation when it comes to reaching a woke world emphasize the transformative power of Jesus' message. Share stories of individuals who have experienced personal growth and positive change by embracing Jesus' teaching within this modern context. Highlight how faith can motivate people to work for positive change, both within themselves and in society. So, just focusing on that personal transformation for people, you know, ultimately reaching a woke world for Jesus involves demonstrating the timeless relevance of his teachings in addressing contemporary social challenges and fostering a sense of community that embraces diversity, inclusivity and a commitment to justice and love. So it's a big world and in the show notes I will drop the links so that you can listen more to this discussion on Reaching a Woke World. There was an amazing episode I did with James McPherson and we called it Reaching This Woke World Um, and he is the anchor person for The Late Debate on Sky News. Brilliant show to watch as well uh, for those that are listening in Australia. Let's talk a little bit about this interest and this Area that the church and individuals right now are saying, Yes, absolutely, that's what I feel like God is saying. And that's this area of the church and individual believers need to be sent and not settled. And this has been big. People have loved this discussion. We need to have a missional mindset. Like being sent underscores the importance of a missional mindset within the church. So instead of becoming complacent, or isolated within its own walls, the church should actively engage with the world around it. The church corporately, I mean by that, and I mean the church individually, you and I as believers. So this involves reaching out to communities, addressing social issues, and sharing the message of hope and transformation. A sent church is focused on fulfilling the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations and actively participating in God's redemptive work in the world. So having that missional mindset is key as a church and as individuals if we want to be that church, that believer that is indeed living the sent life, not a settled life. Cultural Relevance under this area of being sent. A sent church acknowledges the changing cultural and societal landscapes and adapts its approach to remain relevant. And an individual also acknowledges the changing cultural and societal landscapes and adapts its approach to remain relevant. So this requires understanding the needs, the concerns, and the questions of contemporary society, and finding meaningful ways to connect the timeless truths of the gospel to these contexts. By remaining engaged and adaptable, the church can effectively communicate the message of Jesus in ways that resonate with people's lives today. And I don't know if this is one of the things that you love about Jesus, but I love the fact that the Holy Spirit speaks to me in ways that are relevant and resonate with my life today. There's a capacity within the Holy Spirit for each of us to tap into so that we can take this timeless truth and speak it into today's culture. So we need to think about that. How can we find meaningful ways to connect the timeless truths of the gospel to different context. And we need to embrace the role of a servant. If we're saying that we are a sent church, if we want to be a sent individual, then a sent church or individual understands that it exists to serve others just as Jesus came to serve rather than be served. This mindset encourages the church and you and I to actively seek opportunities to meet the needs of the local community and global communities. By prioritizing acts of love, compassion, and justice, the church becomes a tangible expression of Christ's teaching and fosters a positive impact on on the lives of those it serves. So when it comes to this sent posture that we're encouraging churches and individuals, we need that missional mindset. We need to be culturally relevant to the society around us and we need to embrace and have the posture of a servant. So in summary, the concept Of the church being sent rather than settled promotes this outward focused, a mission driven approach, so to speak. It encourages the church to remain relevant in the changing times engage with the needs of society and actively contribute to the betterment of individuals and communities through the teachings and examples of Jesus. Amen. I love those thoughts. And again, in the show notes, I'm going to drop the link to an episode that I did with Dr. Kurt Fredrickson from Fuller Theological Seminary, which was about being sent and not settled. A really wonderful episode. If you haven't listened to that, I've given you a few summaries, but Kurt really does it justice and speaks into that really well. Finally today in this Episode, I want to talk about this concept of biblical justice, not social justice, and why that is really resonating with people right now that are listening to this podcast and feedback that we're getting via email. This is fantastic. I love social justice, by the way. I love it. It means something to me in my mind. But when recently this discussion of biblical justice was raised and Kim Hammond from Mukti Australia was talking about this, it really defined things. It really made things clearer for people, uh, for Christians to understand a little further. Let me talk about it. So biblical justice is a concept that is deeply rooted in the teachings of the Bible and encompasses principles of righteousness, fairness, and equality. So we've talked a lot about social justice, but it doesn't seem to really reach everyone some Christians hear that word social justice and they switch off while others hear the word social justice and they're fired up and they're thinking that's what the church should be about. But biblical justice encompasses this and in fact is a call to all and the Bible is clear on that. Let me say it again, biblical justice is a concept that is deeply rooted in the teachings of the Bible, and encompasses principles of righteousness, fairness, and equality. So here are three key ideas that highlight the importance of biblical justice for Christians, for you and I. The first thing is this, is that it is a divine standard of justice. A divine standard of justice, biblical justice, is in fact grounded in the character of God and his divine standards. Throughout the Bible, God's character is described as just and righteous. Christians are called to emulate this divine standard of justice in their lives. The Old Testament prophets frequently spoke out against oppression, inequality, and mistreatment of the vulnerable, while the New Testament emphasized the importance of treating others with love and fairness. So, biblical justice goes beyond human-made laws and societal norms, and it's aiming to align with God's perfect sense of right and wrong. So I love this biblical justice. It's just a superior, it's a better conversation. It articulates a lot better in my mind, and certainly for those that have been listening, than the word social justice. Biblical justice encompasses restoration and and redemption. You see, biblical justice focuses not only on punitive measures, but also on restoration and redemption. The concept of justice in the Bible often involves restoring what has been broken or damaged. And this is evident in principles such as forgiveness, reconciliation, and seeking to make amends. For Christians, Justice involves seeking the holistic well-being of individuals and communities, addressing the root causes of injustice, and working toward restoration and healing. I love this as we drill down on biblical justice. It just makes things clearer for me, and it's located in the very character, the heart of God himself. Biblical justice is, thirdly, love in action. Biblical justice is closely tied to the command to love one's neighbor As oneself, in the parable of the Good Samaritan, Jesus teaches that loving one's neighbor includes caring for their physical, emotional, and spiritual needs. And this perspective encourages Christians to actively engage in acts of compassion, in mercy, and advocacy for the marginalized, the oppressed, and vulnerable members of society. True biblical justice is not just a theoretical concept, but is demonstrated through concrete acts of love and service. So biblical justice, it's its a lot clearer than the word social justice. So I think that having that understanding of what biblical justice is moves us to these spaces of being involved in what we would typically call social justice areas. In essence, a biblical justice for Christians involves seeking to align our lives with God's standard of righteousness, actively working to restore what is broken, don't you love that? And expressing love through actions that promote fairness, equality, and the well-being of all individuals. So biblical justice is for all of us, for all churches, for every believer to be a part of. And I think having that conversation rather than saying, hey, be involved in social justice, when we understand this foundation of biblical justice, it's a what I would call a no-brainer. Of course, yes, every Christian should be involved in this area. So it's a superior lens for Fairness and Compassion. And in fact, the interview that I did with Kim Hammond, the new Australian director for Mukti Australia, he just laid this out so beautifully. And I will put the link into the show notes for you to click on there and listen to the full episode. So these have been three areas that have really been helpful for people over the last few months. And I'm just summarizing them for you. And I might do some of these summaries coming up in the future. So I hope that you've enjoyed that. Now, don't forget to grab the free download that goes with this, which is a summary sheet, a beautiful PDF there that you can grab. Go to evangelisminaustralia.com forward slash downloads forward slash woke, W-O-K-E evangelisminaustralia.com forward slash downloads forward slash woke. Well, I hope you've enjoyed it today and you've learned something. Share it around with others so that they can listen. Also, looking forward to being with you next week. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I trust it's been helpful for you. Don't forget to check out on missionwithgod.com. Love to see you in the course this year. Have a great week and see you next time.